Connect. Searching. Now connected to You Got a Story podcast. Now listening to No Explanation by Cousin Stiz. This shit I can't explain. My niggas dodging their rain. Took the rental out of state. Here's the shit I can't explain. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, yeah. Here's some shit I can't explain. My niggas dodging their arraignments. We took the rental out of state. Migrated to trapping location. Crooked 12 took some drugs from us. Left my niggas on the road. We took them losses, how they go. Cause we just sticking to the code. Now here's some things I can't explain. This flat just knocked me out my brain. Your bitch just hit me up again. I lead out to her to explain. As long as I'm still with the gang. As long as I don't never change. There's nothing left that needs explaining. There's nothing left that needs explaining. Told these niggas I ain't playing. They always think it's a game. I'm just living what I'm saying. Still got shooters like the range. I don't ever be complaining. You be throwing allegations. Cush your money on me fragrance. I'm your favorite, 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 favorite. Yeah, I had to bring the moles with me. Brought the work to all the shows with me. Brought my niggas from the hood with me. Told my niggas they all good with me. My cousin riding with a full semi. And they all wish a nigga would with me. All these rappers think they knew Stizzy. But they just bringing out the bull in me. Here's some shit I can't explain. My niggas dodging their arraignments. We took the rental out of state. Migrated to trapping location. Crooked 12 took some drugs from us. Left my niggas on the road. We took them losses, how they go. Cause we just sticking to the code. Now here's some things I can't explain. This flat just knocked me out my brain. Your bitch just hit me up again. I lead out to her to explain. As long as I'm still with the gang. As long as I don't never change. There's nothing left that needs explaining. There's nothing left that needs explaining. Hunting something on the highway. I'm doing numbers still my way. We party like it's a Friday. You just look funny like Friday. Smoking like everyday high day. Leaning like I had my thigh break. Niggas can't reach up to my space. Cause they more news than the my space. Invited your bitch out to my place. Off of that throat, I'ma violate. I got my own on my mind, man. All of this. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's good, y'all? Tell it. What it do, what it doobity doobity do. It's your host, O to the motherfucking T. This is You Got a Story. What it is, B. Nah, my bad. I started it over. I got it like. I raised up a little bit so y'all can hear that beginning. That beginning gets you. Can't explain this shit. But it's lit. <laughs> What's good, y'all? Yo. How's it been? You know, it's been a little bit, what, like a week, right? Yeah, gotta take some of them some mental healthy, them healthy self healthy days, you know what I mean? Uh but appreciate y'all for not hating me too long. I'm back like I promised, you know what I mean? 
Uh, let's, well, first and foremost, let's start off by saying, you know, hi, listeners and storytellers, first time listeners, how you doing? Returning guests, welcome back. Special shout out to a listener who, who uh, sent me that track that y'all haven't got to listen to, you know, y'all I'm talking about? It's, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm tell y'all who the, who the artist was, but for that listener, yo, appreciate you these these this was definitely appreciated he threw me some other ones that i might throw in later on in the in the sessions of of our pod not this one but you know the future but shout out to i call him stacks but if if you want to look up his uh ig go ahead and look up sd underscore optics i don't know if i should spell optics for y'all like is this a hard word for me like i didn't i had to look it up um but if you want a new yorker he's he's the best a photographer in upstate i know that for sure he said he, he said he going for new york city he said he taking the title he said who got it out there but it's his i believe that nigga but he also said he wanted the whole new york state so yo buffalo y'all better watch out i'm just saying but no shout out to my guy stacks again his his handle is s let me let me let me just clear my <clears throat> s d underscore optics that's O P T I C S, I believe. Optics, yeah. So y'all go ahead and check out, check him out. He got some some amazing photos with some amazing models. Be blowing me away, bro. I'll be like, damn, they really make beautiful women in New York. Like, <laughs> there's no arguments there. Like, god damn. But anyway, welcome back. You know what I'm saying? We we here. Um, that song is lit. No explanations. Um, by cousin Stiz. I wonder do I have to like add add that in the beginning still if I said it here. Yeah, fuck it, I will. But what's 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 been happening? What's been going on? What's been what's been crackalacking? Um on my end, well, currently recording through a storm again. I don't know what's my infatuation, right? And it's stormy, it's cloudy and all that shit. It's raining, like they said it would. Um, my parents are in the Bay, so they, they, they felt like 40 days, 40 nights situation out here. I mean, you hear it, it's raining outside, but you know, only thing I'm really afraid of is the drivers. Cause you know, LAers can't drive. Like for some reason, I don't know what, if it's the tires they use or the roads they pave with, motherfuckers can't drive for shit. Um, so maybe some accidents going to rise up, but in real truth, yo, we still locked down. I thought, right. So go outside on your own peril. Me, I'm macking. My parking spot don't really expire until Wednesday when the street sweeping happen. So I'm kind of just chilling in, in the room. But other than that, that ain't, I mean, that's a, that's the, what, what I'm going to do in Cali situation. But what's, what's been going on with, uh, what's been going on with the world? I mean, y'all done seen the, the explosions <laughs> and not trying to be literal with the ones around the East coast. I mean, not the East coast, like New York. I mean, the East coast, like, um, Afghanistan, like the East region, the East, the east uh hemisphere the east continent nigga that they're doing some shit out there um i hear there's also some some uk vaccination mandate vaccination passport mandates you know what i'm saying you didn't think that was coming yeah yeah i mean they going wild with the protests like they deep americans ain't that deep we're not going that deep um we don't got the heart we don't got the heart no more. Civil War done took us out. We don't got the heart to be fighting back with our government no more. Civil War made us safe. Nah, we ain't doing that. We too scared. Uh, let's see. Oh, I, you know what I noticed? I, uh, like, 
the booster shot situation too that's been running around the circulation y'all up in here mixing matching mixing matching these uh vaccines like they ice cream colors and shit like you at barnes and noble or some shit like yo this is not strawberry and chocolate vanilla and strawberry like what are y'all doing like y'all need to relax like i don't know if i should do that but hey that's not my business uh because right now my moment i've taken the vaccine and that booster booster shot is like so far away from my mind i'm not I'm not even thinking about that shit. <laughs> uh, I'm not even thinking about it. Yeah, because like, I, I just got the second one. That shit sucked <laughs> for the first day. That definitely didn't feel good. My arm's still sore. And on top of that, they approved the Moderna booster shot before they approved Moderna. I might be wrong about that, but I don't think I'm wrong. I'm not even thinking I might be. I know I'm not wrong about that. Because I haven't seen anything in the news about Moderna being approved. I saw, I believe, Pfizer was approved. But Johnson & Johnson still wasn't approved. Moderna still wasn't approved. Yet, their booster shots were approved? Kind of fishy. Hey, look, I don't... Listen, we all have our reasons for taking it or not taking it. Why? You know what I'm saying? Uh, me, I took the vaccine part of it because I already know how the government is. I ain't really, I'm trying to travel a little bit. Um, I got some places that I want to go. While the while the fare is cheap enough to do it, and I I I, I want my convenience added with my fare. I don't want to deal with all that bullshit. I don't want nobody to tell me I can't do some. Hell, I might not even go up to back to the Bay Area to see my family for Thanksgiving because it's too close to my date of travel, and I don't want to catch COVID. And then that's two weeks I gotta stay isolated, and on top of that. The planes now say in their guidelines that COVID is like an act of God or something like it's an astronomical event, like a fucking earthquake. So they can just take your ticket and your money and they don't give you nothing back. Like even after you pay the insurance tip. And I was like, what type of shit? This wasn't even this isn't God made tragedies. Y'all man made this disease in a hospital. Did y'all forget about that or a laboratory? Did y'all forget about that? It's some it's some spot actually in Asia. I don't want to say China because I'm not really sure it's in China, but I think there was a laboratory out there who was doing business with some other country who did the fuckery. And so, so now y'all trying to pump me with these airplane tickets. Look, man, all of that could be washed away with a with a little shot and a long time. That's cool. I do it because for me, traveling, I guess, is my button. I actually want to travel the world. Not really. I mean, I have. So I want to see more of what I want to see when I want to see it. And I don't want someone, anybody to tell me when and when I cannot see it. It looks like a choice situation. We're going to talk about choice a little bit later in this episode because I do feel like I felt really disrespect, disrespected. Like I'm angry at people when they tell me to do anything because it's like, you don't tell me to do with my body, bro. Because I feel like I was violated by having to take this this vaccine shot that wasn't really 100% my choice. Look, I feel like that's going to happen a lot too. Like a lot of people going to take this shot and then like they're going to be like, yo, my choice. I don't, I don't really have a choice in this life. Like, this government do whatever they want with this body. I'm cattle rounded up in the line with the rest of the cattle. And it's going to fuck with you. And, and well, maybe it's not. Maybe it won't. Maybe maybe it's just my mind. But for me, it, it like, really fucked with me. I'm, I'm just angry at people. Like, don't, yeah, don't tell me. No, like, my brother said, don't, don't smoke too much. I almost texted him back, like, yeah, don't, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell, hey, this is my body. It's like, this is my weed. It's my choice. They don't, they don't do that. Like, I almost did. I was that upset. Because the vaccine will get you in your mind about this shit when you have to take it. And it's not really 100% your choice. It's a mandate situation. And it's like, do you want to live and actually be alive and outside? Or do you want to be hollowed out in your room because you don't want to take a shot? And some people just not, maybe not, maybe they're not hollowed out in their room like I would do. Like, they'd go out there and risk it all. 
But I've done risk at all scenarios. And when you lose, yo, that's all of it, bro. <laughs> I ain't trying to lose all of it right now at this moment. Maybe when it's my choice, I I want to, but maybe not like not right now. I don't. I want to do something, something, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, what else is there to talk about? Oh, that Alex Baldwin shit, right? Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. You know why that's real? Like that's like because before, look, see, look, this is where my mind went when it happened, right? Prior to that, there was a strike happening. I don't know if y'all pay attention to California news, but these musicians out here that make the movies for you, they're going, they're fighting, and they're ingrating, they're fighting, they're, they're, uh, what's the, I don't know how, what, what, what would they say when gangs infight? Yeah, they're infighting. And because they're infighting, they're talking about some employees, uh, the people who make the movies and, and, uh, the streaming stuff and, you know, all the, uh, the cinematographers and the people who handle the clothing, the fashion designers, uh, who handle the, cu- the custom cl- the uh, custom clothing and and the writers and all of this, uh, all of these employees are not getting paid enough and overworked for their services, and especially for streaming, who is asking for more content, um, faster and uh, and because streaming, cons- people who have streaming services consume more content than people who have cable. Then, um, and that, you know, they're being overworked and they're saying, no, pay us for that. Let us have our breaks. You're not even letting them eat. Like they like, damn, how long does it take for them to eat ramen, bro? Like you can't even let them have a ramen break. You can't even let them, you know, have, have a little bit of a salad with their shit. Like why y'all got to take every moment of their lives to get your stuff done when really relatively, relatively, no, relatively. Yeah. Relatively. I don't think I'm saying it wrong still. Anyway, at the end of the day. Your deadlines can be pushed back. Whoever the fuck you are, whatever industry of like whatever you're like, who who are the big cine, cinema people? Like, I don't even know anymore. Cinema Max? I don't like who are the people who are like HBO Max, Netflix, I guess I say them now, Hulu. Like they are the big time people. <laughs> remember when they were actually named like remember uh Paramount Paramount? I only remember Paramount because I'm watching that that movie Netflix thing, like the movies who that made us or whatever. Like that's joint. Like that's why I only reason why I know Paramount now. And it's crazy because you should see them anyway. Sorry. Um, memories. So anyway, they they don't want to pay. These, these these streaming platforms don't want to pay as much for these people's time, even though the deadlines that they're pushing them to meet, they can always be pushed back. But you know what can't be pushed back? The natural body's normal eating routine. They should be the human body, the being that pumps heart throughout the, the blood throughout your body. That needs nutrients. Like at a timely matter. You ever seen a, uh, someone with di- a diabetes and like who doesn't eat and then they fall out and you get getting like a little pen or something, get some sugar, like a, sco- a spoonful or something. Yeah, that's that's extreme cases. But everybody's body does that when they don't eat. So I'm just saying, if you're not going to let them eat their lunch and take breaks to breathe, you're depriving a human body of what it needs to do the creative functions that you're asking it to do for your movies. But who the fuck am I? Just someone that doesn't do nothing but watch movies all day and TV. So therefore, I, and who's been behind the camera, so I get it. What they're asking for is like, 
it's wild that people, the producers and people who own these produ- production companies don't value the people that's creating the content. They only value the people who's the front face of the camera, who's in the lens of the situation in the scenes. It's like, yo, bro, it's like they, there's somebody who put makeup on that person. There's someone that picked out that person's outfit down to the shoes and down to the nail polish or lack of nail polish. There's someone that put the beads in her hair. There's someone that put the contacts in her eye. There's somebody that put, put the, the fake tattoos on her skin and gave her the ro- lines of rope and built the entire set and have this contraption do that contraption and that lighting do that lighting and have gave you a great fucking movie. And you reward them by taking their breaks away. Whew. Now, mind you, this was all before the Alec Bozeman situation. And I mean way before the situation. And not to say a situation. I mean, let me be respectful. You know, Alec Baldwin, I mean, excuse me, Alec Baldwin, he killed somebody. Like, I don't know. I don't give a fuck what needs to be researched. I don't give a fuck what needs to be. It feels like there's a lot of cameras out there. I'm pretty sure they all got the right angles of this. Unfortunately, she was a, uh, uh, let me get her name up so I don't, um, you feel me? So I don't uh, continue to talk about somebody talk about somebody and not talk about the person that they killed it was a a cinematographer by the name of helena hutchins yeah helena hutchins r.i.p queen she leaves behind a husband and it doesn't say yet. I haven't gotten to the part where it's where their children are involved. Uh, but I do remember seeing the husband part early on when I read the first the first few articles. I'm reading from BuzzFeed News. The, the article is film crew members said the Alec Baldwin prop gun shooting fits a pattern of safety short, shortfalls they've had to work against. So this is just, you know, more information about this wasn't the initial article. But um, unfortunately, I mean, maybe her camera caught the incident, too. I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm just. I'm just saying here, like this. The reason why I brought up the strike first is just to let you guys know the situation and build up because before it was just executives thinking, man, they just want a little bit more money to waste out there in the world. We'll 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 let them go outside and march for a little bit, and then we'll give them a little bit, uh, what a five ten percent increase on whatever, and we go back to work, right, fifteen percent. But now. Now that someone has lost their lives, and not an actor, a crew member, someone who really should have been out of all of the danger, who's behind the camera, she's lost her life. And being that she's lost her life, now it brings a new into equa- into the uh, into the equation. Are you safe at work? Because she was at work. She was doing everything y'all all taught her to do: get a job, go to work, make have a family, live a life. And look what it cost her. So how much control do we have, right? I go back to that. How much control do we have in our lives? Even the even the even the magicians in this make believe world are in danger. Yeah, I'm just saying control, right? And on top of that, like now, I mean that that I mean she was a, a cinematographer, but yo, if that gun was pointed in any direction, like, who, any extra on that set could have been clipped right the director got here right okay so i remind you i haven't i'm not even divulging an article yet because i'm I, this is what i remember when i re- when i watched it for the first time or listened to, or read it for the first time it's like yo that the director got director got hit the lady the woman died and 
There's people out. I know people who work in in fashion in these industries. She could she could have been clipped. I could be like look, looking at her funeral, her body in her funeral right now. I'd be sick because he's actually a friend of mine. So I'd be tight. I wouldn't even know how to function for a minute. I'd be like, yo, like she went to work like I'll tell her to. And this is how y'all do her. And then like, I don't know, bro. Is this going to change the Wild Wild West gun play in movies or is it going to affect all movies? Because accidents can happen from any direction. It doesn't have to be a bullet. It could be a damn piece of production from the set that just falls on a person's head. But then, like, are we going to start requiring everybody to wear hard hats, like construction workers? I don't. I mean, what's what's the solution here? I'm already thinking about like, how do you remedy this? I mean, a woman lost her life. How do we help that family? I'm sure it should be a financial thing, right? Like, I'm sure Alec Baldwin Baldwin isn't going to go to jail for murder because this is like the weirdest loophole in the world because he's going to claim he didn't have the bullet. He didn't. It's not his gun. He didn't know it's a prop gun. Why are there real, real bullets and prop guns? I don't. Have you? Have we? What? <laughs> I didn't even think I was like. Why is there a real bullet? What? <laughs> that is the wildest part of the story. But let me get to the story real quick. Let me just get to it. Let me get to the article. Um. So. Yes, Alec Baldwin. Accidentally killed. Oh, not cinematographer. She was. I mean, she is technically, I think, but director of the uh, photography, Elena Hutchins. Um, it says that this article says that producers had cut significant corners when it came to safety protocols and working conditions, according to those who were involved and familiar with the project. Interviews with 10 production workers, documents and emails obtained by BuzzFeed News show that these in charge, those in charge of producing the Western staffed key roles with less experience, non-union workers and rushed the sourcing of props such as guns to save money at the expense of safe and humane working conditions. I believe it. I believe it. You should you should really watch the movies that made us um, on Netflix. I'm like they, they really break this down. This is not an ad. This they they really break it down about all of that. Like, like I don't know. Well, I, mean, I think it's more the fun aspect. It's not the negative parts of it like this. Maybe they should. The movies that broke us. Netflix. There you go. Cool idea, right? You got that one for free. Hit me up for more. Um. So yeah, can you continue on with the article? At least two property masters. I don't know what a property master is. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, at least two property masters who are in charge of acquiring, validating, uh, choreographing, choreographing, whatever, choreographing and overseeing all the props and department staff. As a matter of fact, I think I think I could do this. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hold up, guys. Give me a second. I'm trying to do something cool. If it lets me. Oh, they're bastards. They won't let me do it. I want to do that thing where they like, like, you know, the Mac can speak to you the word, but it won't let me. Anyway, continue on. Sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and overseeing all the props and um, who. OK, excuse me. I fucked that all up. Damn, guys. Let's try one more time. At least two property masters who are in charge of acquiring, validating, choreographing and overseeing all the props and and department staff in the production, including weapons and those in charge of them, said that the, they turned down the opportunity to work on rust because of their concerns over how rushed the project was, what they were considered to be a low ball pay, and how flippant. Uh, 
flippant. The product producer seemed about protocols. In 2019, a prop maker and licensed. What are these words they making in Hollywood? Practician? Pyrotech? Oh, pyrotechnician. With the local 44 union filed a formal complaint against Dave Halls, the assistant director on Russ, who handled Baldwin the loaded, who handed Baldwin the, the loaded gun, for violating safety protocols specifically related to firearms on set. Crew members also walked off one of his more recent projects after he had them shot guerrilla style on train tracks in the middle of the night. Well, there's an article for you guys to finish whenever you want to. What the? Fuck this shit got deep And Dave Halls is an accomplice Sitting that motherfucker to jail too What the fuck Hell nah They playing Nah but that's an article from BuzzFeed uh, You guys can read, can read For more of that um, I mean yeah it, This seems like now that strike Has more strength right Unfortunately this sacrifice that uh, She's made Wow. Sorry, I was distracted because I'm I have my windows open, right? I mean, right now like the windows are fogging up cuz that's how like wet and humid this LA area is getting. But it's so humid and uh and rainy um this LAer who's probably haven't we haven't seen rain in a while, guys. Like it's in the news. She's out here recording it like it's a sunset. That shit is wild. It's amazing. It always amazes me. It doesn't amaze me because I get it. Like I've lived in LA for almost five, maybe six years now. And I do miss rainy days. I do. I don't know. Maybe because I like depression more than anxiety. Like the way that they were described the depression in that mo- that TV show, big mouth with the big purple fluffy cat. That was spot on. yo. That's what I feel like depression is. It's like just cozy little, just drift off and, Watch TV and live in your mind and relive all the past shit that fucked with you. And all, you have all this what if you could have, would have, did it, could have, should have, did it. And you get to just enjoy those memories of some like those episodes and they just keep reliving the same episode over and over again. You could just do that until you're done and tired of it. And then you go get up, take a shower, go outside. That's why I like depression because anxiety, man, that shit, that makes you feel like your future is over, don't it? <laughs> like your future is in danger. <laughs> Anyway, back to this, um, excuse, excuse the interruption, back to this story with Alec Baldwin and Dave Hall. Don't forget that nigga, that nigga is an accomplice. You hear me? <laughs> It'd be crazy when you see complaints. It's like, what's the point of complaints if I'm, if they make them in 2019 and the motherfucker still just gets to do what he wants to do. And then in 2021, a person dies. So then, oh yeah, that complaint shit don't matter. Do it. You want to know when I figure out complaining don't matter? I got to a fight in seventh grade. I never forget. There was this kid uh, named Fabian, bigger kid than me, right? Um, he looked white. Nah, he was Mexican, I think, but like, he was, just, he was the light skinned Mexican, right? So, I don't know. He's a bigger kid. He's me. I'm going back and forth with him and his friends and some other people. I'm, I'm just fighting the whole system of the school, right? All the systems of the kids. And me and him get into it on the way to uh, getting out of gym. I, I exit this door. And I don't remember why I hit him or uh, I think he might have did something, pushed me or something or took something of mine. And so I pushed him. That was my that was my first mistake. You never push anybody bigger than you. 
just punch him in the face as hard as you can. When you push him, you get what happened to me because you he, he got pushed and now he's angry. He's bull. He's like an angry fucking bull. I don't have my red cape. And he charges at me with all that weight and he slams me into a door wall area. And then when I crumble, he starts uppercutting me in the face. Yeah, that's when I learned. Might want to live fat kids alone. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. What I learned was don't talk about that shit afterwards because when you complain, right, when you like when you when you already caught, because this is my mindset, if you're already caught in a fight and both of y'all are in trouble, just be honest so that way y'all can just leave each other alone. And my honesty in the school was talk telling him and um and his like in front of his mom, like, yo, I, this is what I, I didn't fuck with. Like a counseling session. And he took it as another way because after that session, nothing had changed for him. Um, he just um in fact that next the next time I was in the locker room, he came and slammed my locker room door. So this is a unique situation because I lost to the kid and now he's 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 intensifying the bullying. So then what do you do? He's intensifying the bullying, so therefore what do you do? I don't know, right? Like you just gonna accept it? Nah. I'm more devious. I actually wanted to become friends so that I can learn his weaknesses and then take him down like Stewie taught me to. He just lucky I moved. A lot of people are lucky I moved because I had ideas. Anyway, actually it was funny that we actually became cool. Yeah, I showed him porn for the first time in his life. They don't blame me. I had torrents as a kid. I knew how to download shit. And that wasn't my fault either. I, you know what I blame for torrents? I mean, me knowing how to download porn from torrents? I blame Ice Cube. Because he released Triple X State of the Union and like I didn't get a chance to watch it in theaters, and my father wasn't gonna take it to me, take me to watch it, and so I went to go look for it on Torrance. I'd already downloaded some other movies. I downloaded The Pacifier from Torrance. Shout out to Vin Diesel. That was an interesting movie with a duck. But then this motherfucking Triple X shit. I, I look for it. I got it. It's the same name. I play it. It's almost like um, that one dude who you guys would download from LimeWire, and he would be, he used to be singing that song. That's exactly what this was. It was supposed to be Triple X State of the Union, and it was porn. And I was just like, whoa, I'm in seventh grade. What the, <laughs> what? <laughs> he just took me to the candy store. <laughs> I just turned 13. <laughs> and, I, and so I talked and I showed that kid, I showed that kid that, uh, put him on the porn. Um, uh, and he slapped me with a Twinkie. <laughs> Yo, so all I had to say, complaining is garbage. <laughs> complaining is so garbage because it doesn't stop doesn't stop anything. If you really want to fix your problems and you really want to like, like end beefs with like with people, just put them on the new shit and stop fucking with them. Like stop trying to be like I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't need to be the alpha man. I didn't need to be like known as the bigger tough guy. It's like yo, you're you're bigger than me. You can like I'll fight you again, but like I don't like you're a lot of weight. I don't. I'm small. I haven't hit the weight room yet. Maybe when I get bigger and stronger and older, I'll take you on. But right now, you got it. Um, here you wanna you wanna. You, I don't know. What, what do you like, kid? Do you like porn? Here's porn. I have Twinkies. I don't <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? So complaints, all I'm saying is maybe we should start figuring out ways to be able to go outside of complaints because it never works when we try to go to like people in charge to fix our problems. To fix our problems with the, each other, we have to keep on keep the same level uh, level field. Uh, you know, and, st- and stick to it, right? Like, stop adding boxes to make yourself look taller. It's just like, because after that scene, you got to come off those boxes. Right, like after you you shoot your your scene, you got to come off those boxes and face me. I don't know. I went off. I went off. My brain just went completely around the whole world. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, that that story is gonna get a lot of heat. That's gonna it's gonna flame up. Um, damn, I have water boiling. I have an egg I want to eat because I have an interview in like an hour and fifteen. So I gotta you know what I mean I already cut my hair and all that. So I gotta go do this interview. Oh, getting back to the regular life. Getting back to the regular life of in office work. That's what I'm about to go to. Anyway, sorry. I keep going off because this story is like it speaks for itself. I mean, you're going to like before the strikes just had complaints, right? Like, oh, we want more money. Now they have complaints and their lives are in stake at stake. So like that adds to it. So it's like it's going to get interesting. I mean, I'm sure Hollywood's going to be looking for a lot of more freelance um, writers, a lot of freelance photographers because they're not going to they're not going to feel like they need to bend to the to the to their crewmates. Um, They think they're replaceable. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is one of those stories that I'm patiently now just going to be watching. As Joe Budden said, he's 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 also uh, said the same thing about the Justin Smoulet, <laughs> as Dave Chappelle called it. What was his name for real? Dave, Dave, uh, his name was Jesse Smoulet. But Dave called that motherfucker Jesse Smoulet. Shout out to Dave again, man. I love episode 50. It's it's it's. It's it's my greatest alone episode because I went in and had fun, and I didn't mean anything maliciously. And I noticed some people might have unfollowed me because of that. Yo, it's love, man. I realize I'm not for everybody. That's one thing therapy has taught me. Um, well, actually, I learned that a little bit early in life, but therapy solidified it that it's not a wrong thought to have. That it's cool that nobody, not everybody's gonna like what I'm saying. Um, but if I'm feeling what I'm saying, if I believe in what I'm saying, then I'm just gonna say it. Right. Like, what's the point of living this life if I have to be mute throughout it? I had to be mute as a child. I had to be mute as a teenager. I had to be mute in fucking college. I'm tired of being mute. I'm tired of hearing these other motherfuckers. I think they know anything. Tell me about life. The same motherfucker that that makes less or the same as every other motherfucker in the same school system. But, you know, something more than about than I do because you're older. But it looks like you've wasted the, the ages of your life teaching us dumbass kids when you could have been living your life. So I don't know what the, you've seen like you losing this, you losing out, nigga. I'm chilling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, sorry. I just, you know, me and schools, we don't get along. I think they're so, they're, they're handled so poorly. Um, Always thinking about educating one, one color and not, and not, the other colors, right? Isn't that some bitch? Ain't that some bitch shit? It's like, yo, if you don't want to teach your kids the the anti-race theory, how about we just make one of those forms like they used to do for sex ed? Like, yeah, do you want to, do you want us to teach your kids about sex, pussies, vaginas, penises? Do you? And then you can say yes or no. You should do the same thing for this race theory. Like, oh, you don't want to teach your kids how to? You don't want to teach your kids about the race theory, the 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 radical race theory? I don't. I think I'm saying it wrong. I'm not in school to learn it because I already I went to college and learned it, but. Oh yeah, critical race theory. If you want to, if you don't want to watch, your, let your kid. If you don't want to allow your kid to be a part of that, then sign. Don't sign the form, and we will exclude him from the service, and we'll know your family's racist, and it's fine. You don't want to do that, do you? Because then you'll really be, then you'll really be put on the spot. That's really what they should do to y'all motherfuckers for real. Hey, that's cool. You don't want to bring your your kid in there. Hey, your kid can take another other type of course that we have here, and they can be a part of social studies or whatever. And where am I going, y'all? I, I, yo, I can just talk about everything, bro, and just go, bro. I don't know where I get that from because they kept me mute my whole life. When you keep somebody mute their whole life, they just want to speak. And they and when you when they go out in the world and they notice, oh, the shit they speak about, people want to hear more about? Shit. Asking me to shut up is 
at that point, it feels like hell. Because people want to hear the shit that y'all don't want to tell them. Like that school shit. And this Alec Baldwin situation. Listen, I'm going on too far. I got to be ready for an interview. You know what I'm saying? I got to eat my boiled egg. Make me some toast with some peanut butter on it. You know what I mean? That's my new breakfast. Um... Yeah, what is this? Today is the Monday, so I'm going to release this today. I'm a same-day type of podcaster, you know what I mean? But, now nah, I'm glad we get to have us talk. Uh, glad we get to conversate. Um, I'm really, really... Oh, that's why I brought that up. I was talking about um, Jesse Smoulet for some reason, right? Wasn't that... Wasn't that <laughs> Yeah, so that case, Joe Budden said he's looking for that case. He's uh, he's waiting for the see because that's now in court, and I'm ready for it too. Because niggas said he was the gay Tupac, nigga. I need to see what the judge thinks about this gay Tupac. I need to know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to see what's going down because I ain't never seen some shit like this before, yo. I'm telling you, it's gonna be interesting. Um, they gonna write a movie about this shit. I'm telling you. Um, but the Alex Alex uh Baldwin situation. Is interesting, like I said, it's be, um, and and I guess we'll get to see, you know, who Hollywood cares more about, the actors or the people that make the actors stars. Because I don't care fuck what y'all talking about. Actor who set a fire bar, he got that bar from a writer. An actor with a fire suit. Fire look, the suit came from the costume designer, and the look came from the director. Start asking actors what they originally brought, what original ideas they brought to the script. Point out the scenes for us to see. Actor. See, I only respect the actors that can do all multiple things. You know, you can act, you can direct, you can do makeup. Nigga, that's dope as fuck. Me, I can do podcasts. I can record. I can edit. Soon I'll be videographer with this shit. So you got to do more than one thing, playboy, playgirl. Plain ass people. <laughs> yeah, some plain ass people in this motherfucker. Nah, but that's it. That's all I got right now. Um, we be, We'll be back regularly. Just had to take a break. You know what I'm saying? Um, life's difficult. As you can tell, I'm getting a new job. So, I'm, you know, just, you know, life's all about working. Working and breaking. Taking a work. It's not all about working hard and, and then playing hard. It's about working hard, playing a little bit, relaxing a little bit more, and then going back to work. And so to the rest of you guys and gals out there, it's love. I hope you guys are having a great day um, or week, actually. And, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. This is You Got A Story. I'm your host, O to the motherfucking T. Um, this is You Got A Story. <laughs> Y'all did I mean? Hey Alexa, I wish you stopped doing that. Thanks again, listener. SD underscore optics. Check him out. But the next song I'm about to play right now, though, this other one I got. Now listen to How This Feels by R. Lamar. about myself to painting pictures through the mirrors that define me well a 
This is something I don't know as well Cause no one else has ever made me feel the way it felt When we were riding late night to your best friends You were telling me about how you feel about connection To another person just as full of imperfections Someone like me I don't wanna lead us in the wrong direction Force a fake a feeling cause we both need affection End up codependent cause we can't deal with depression The way we from You Got a Story podcast.